You're listening to Nick Snacks on KFKA, hosted by Nick Kenny and Alyssa Sanchez. Nick is a financial advisor with Edward Jones Investments and the voice of the Colorado Grit. Alyssa, a self-proclaimed local hero, is a proud cat owner and brings balance to Nick's antics. Nick Snacks touches on Nick and Alyssa's passions and interests, as well as local and global conversation starters through their perspectives, offering unique insights to the world's happenings. Prepare to be entertained during this thought-provoking and entertaining show. Happy New Year, everyone. You're listening to Nick Snacks here with Alyssa. And we finally have our new intro. Yeah! Mike is actually putting that in in post, so Alyssa hasn't heard it yet. I have not. I can't wait. I'll read it to you on our first break. Yes! I just want to say that it was not my fault that we got into like an hour-long conversation about just whatever. That's all right. That happens. It was also her fault. She's a delightful person, so it checks out. That was Colleen Emery, everyone, who was on the show a few weeks ago. And her husband, John, of course, one of the largest and most vocal critics of Nick Snacks. But we don't listen. Well, well he's not going to be vocal anymore. I know, because just I, I took his, his uh, I don't even want to say criticisms. Yes, his suggestions. And threw them out the heart. window. No, now I write up uh, a little script that Micah puts up on, yes. on the Spotify. So you'll hear what we're talking about. Today's coverage, we already have it mapped out. We're just going to give a little recap of the holidays, both Christmas and New Year's. Uh, I'll recount my story across the country in uh, my Tesla mm-hmm. and then the dramatic stranding in Burlington, Colorado. Bum, bum, bum. And then we'll get into what this new year brings with astrology. And yes. uh, I don't know. It's going to be a little reduced show today because of some, uh, what is it, football, basketball, bowl games? Sports ball. Sports ball. UNC basketball. Sports uh, yes. ball. The, the bowl games are almost over. The The next one. We'll feature my Washington Huskies against the evil Michigan Wolverines. What, what? Uh, yes. Wolverines are the worst. No, I think they're kind of, they are fierce. They are fierce. Gosh, Especially Logan. Had a show in a few uh, I know. A few weeks. And Alyssa, it's so good to have you back. You survived the holiday oh chaos with concerts and music and what, four concerts in 15 days or something like that? This must have been some, yeah. Yeah, I think four concerts and then with rehearsals, it was like nine Oh, yeah. Like nine different things. It was crazy, but I'm I did it, so that's awesome. And there's nothing like commiserating with other people who also do the same thing you do. So I was at least with people who were also struggling a little bit. So that's I think good. you know if I, if I recap 2023, I'll say I went home for the holidays, um, back to Indiana, got to see my my nephews, which was amazing. Had some quality brother time, some of uh, my older younger brother. Um, our mom had to pick us up from the bar. That's which classy. She knew before we even left the house that she was going <laughs> to do that. Right. So right when we got to the restaurant, it's kind of a tradition now. It's called Beer Barrel. They have phenomenal pizza. Um, and the the, the waitress remi- uh, remembered us from last year. Plus, we saw our school resource officer from high school from, what, 15, 20 years oh, ago. Oh, wow. Randy. It was neat. But, yeah, my mom knew she was coming to pick us up before we even left. So I asked the hostess who sat us 10 minutes after we got there from not leaving the house. Um, I said, hey, do you mind giving my mom a call and uh, just telling her that her three boys are, are already obnoxiously loud and uh, oh my, like, God. my mom would take that too seriously. So she was a little – she was being a good mom. But, you know, she's one of those that 
I'm going to come pick you up. Mom, we, we didn't even have that much. Well, I'm coming anyway. Right. No one texted me back in a reasonable amount of time. But yep. um, that was fun to hang out with my brothers and, and see my nephews and the extended fam. But uh, I will say I was really nervous about driving across the country in, in the electric car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I had no problems at all getting home. Uh, in fact, the like uh, the, the adaptive cruise control and even a bit of the autopilot um, helps with so much brain fatigue. Like I was still paying attention, um, but you know it's not uh, just constantly on the gas. Or the the uh, mm-hmm. no plus or minus for the cruise control of a normal car um, to where I got home, and plus it was about every two and a half, almost three hours, I'd have to stop and charge. It maps it out for me. I never had to think about where I was going to stop. Oh, good. Um, it was incredibly accurate. I was talking to somebody who owns a Ford Mach 3 or whatever it's called. They said that percentage meter is not as accurate as a Tesla. Um, so I never really had to crank up, down the heat or anything. I was mm-hmm. comfortable the whole time. And then it was you know between a 15 and 35-minute charge each place. So I got to get up, walk around, grab some food, go to the bathroom. It was one of the... <laughs> Ironically, one of the least stressful trips across the country I had had. Well, good. Until my return trip. I was going to say, I feel like there's something coming after that. Yeah. What happened? The blizzard of 2023. <gasps> oh, no. We had been watching it for a few days. Almost decided not to go home just because, you know, it was going to hit uh, North or sorry, South Dakota and Nebraska. And of course, it's Christmas Day, and I'm you know ready to go and kind of stressing. And by then, it had turned south, so I knew by Kansas I'd be getting hit by the storm. So left. It was just rainy and miserable. You know, got through all the night. You know, taking a little cat nap here or there. And once I hit Kansas, I actually lost control of my car a couple times. <gasps> and no. oh, it scared the crap out of me because Teslas are really heavy. And I said, this should not have happened. It's all-wheel drive. Why did I lose control? And it wasn't even snowing Because you were driving a Tesla? <laughs> well, when I, I stopped after the second time, I said, this is this, – I, I can't keep going like this. Something's wrong. Well, I have it on regenerative braking to where oh. – um, you know, that's how you become as, as uh, battery efficient as possible. Uh, but with lane assist and everything, it automatically kicks the brake in if you're going a little you know, too far to the left or to the right, or if I let up off the gas or uh, adaptive cruise control or something. So with it being slick, it automatically triggered the brakes, and that's why I lost control. Oh. So I turned all those, um, all those things off for the winter and learned, and, and ever since then it handled perfectly, but um, got through – Got through most of Kansas and in Goodland, Kansas, where there's nothing good about that land. Right. <laughs> had stopped at a charging station. It was about 15 miles to the border of Colorado, and it was starting to become whiteout conditions. I go, you know what? No, I'm, I'm barreling through. I can get the next, oh. I don't know, couple hours. Well, I get to this, uh, this charging station, which is at a, a couple hotels, and there's a couple of Teslas online. Well, the drifting was so bad, all the chargers were blocked. And so this individual, this guy, had paid it. For a tow, uh, not a tow truck, a plow to come in to plow it for us. Really kind, really nice. Like he didn't have to do that. That should have been right. really the hotel's responsibility, but they weren't prepared. Um, but he ended up getting stranded at the other hotel because these SUVs uh, and this Jeep Wrangler, of all things, you know, these Teslas are doing fine, I will say, in the snow. Right. Uh, they were all, uh, there was, a, I think, a Forerunner and um, this big SUV were, were stuck in the snow. 
So all these people are trying to push. I prepared for this, so I had blankets and snowshoes and stuff in my car. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to go as I'm charging um, and charging a little extra because I didn't know what would happen. Just wanted to have a little extra cushion for my battery. I uh, went over and helped push out you know, this big SUV, and then they helped the other Jeep get towed. They had no shovels because that was somehow locked up in the, in the hotel's room where they didn't have a key to. What? It was insane. So this guy who, who paid for this Tesla, you know, bless his heart, you know, couldn't even get over to the charging station. Then as we've cleared up the first vehicle, this minivan pulls in and gets stuck. We're like, oh. no, they, they cannot do this. Like, this is treacherous. So we helped them get you know pushed out. I'm frozen at this point. My hands are frozen. My feet are cold and wet. Um, so I give the, the, the guy, he finally made it over there, uh, a bottle of bourbon from 477 oh, that was in nice. my car. And I uh, said, hey, thank you so much. You know, he was in a mood. Um, I go, I need to hit the road. I was talking to some other family from the Midwest coming to visit their kid up in Keystone. Like, well, we're going to we're gonna try it. So I get to about 13 miles into Colorado, uh, Burlington, Colorado, and uh, signs just shutting down I-80 or I-70. Uh, I um, I try to get off and maybe take some back roads because they only shut down 17 miles of the highway. And I was like, if I could just get that far, I can get the right. Lyman in charge. I can get home. Um, no, it, I mean, they shut everything down. Every county road, uh, the, the highway. Was that because of the snow? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And so I finally get to this hotel and everything is booked. Oh. Absolutely everything. Airbnbs, VRBOs, every single hotel in Burlington, Colorado. Your Tesla wasn't booked. You could have slept <laughs> in the back seat. I, I did sleep in, the, in my car. In the funk. So, uh, you know, I shut off my car. I didn't, I don't, you know, it's my first road trip with this thing. It handled well, but I didn't know, I don't know how much battery this is going to eat by keeping me warm. So I just loaded up with blankets, cooked out an audiobook, and you slept, slept in, in your car. Oh, was it so cold? It, was miserable. Oh, so after about yeah, like because it's a test eight or nine hours. <laughs> uh, after about eight or nine hours, they opened westbound seventy. So I noticed all these cars moving. I said, "Okay, what, like I'm afraid to turn on my car, defrost everything, and maybe not get very far. Like I either need to commit or n- not, and just I don't know, freeze all night." It wasn't that bad. I mean, it was cold. But it sounds was, cold. <laughs> so I decided, okay. I was stranded for eight hours, nine hours. Westbound was open. I'm checking out cameras and where the plows are. I said, I, I, I should just, let's go, Nick. Let's go. 78 miles to get to Lyman for a supercharger, and it was the worst driving <sighs> conditions I'd ever experienced. No. Eastbound was closed. I passed one person. My first, like, minute on the highway, I was regretting this. And the wind was unbelievable. At certain points, the whiteout, I could barely see the front of my car. Um it was the snow was just sideways, oh. uh, going thirty miles an hour, hoping to not drive off the road, and and I got a white car, thirty foot snow drifts on some parts. Of, oh my gosh! Uh, off the side of the road, so it took me about a little over three hours to get to that seventy eight miles. Oh, um, and I just camped out there for the rest of the night, and and since I had my car plugged in, I had the heat cranking, so I was kind of warm and comfy, and just kind of waited it through there, but <sighs> it was. Horrific. That sounds so frightening. It was the worst driving. My 20-hour trip turned into a little over 40 hours. I rolled into town 45 minutes before an appointment. I hadn't slept in about two days. Oh, that my point. God. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure that was a fun appointment. The car kept me safe and handled well after I figured out some of those things that you didn't really know about. But, oi. Good on Tesla. You did. Can I just say something about Tesla? No. <laughs> I don't have a problem with Tesla or Tesla cars. I've never driven them. My problem is with Tesla owners. Well, that's... 10 out of 10 would recommend that as a road trip car. It was 
comfortable. It was smooth. Except for when you lost control. Well, I figured out why. Right. At least that was error. Because that would have been horrible. Yes. Stay tuned for more of uh, what the holidays brought in for us and what to expect this year on Nick's Next. We'll be right back after this break. Nick Snacks with Alyssa. Yeah. <laughs> harrowing journey across the country. I survived yeah. the blizzard. Oh, geez. White Christmas, huh? No, Indiana was like 55 degrees on oh. Christmas. Colorado. Once I got past, uh, like it was just east of DIA, things cleared up. And at a certain point, you just feel safe when you're back in your home state. Right. Nothing east of Lyman because that still feels foreign to me. Yep. The, the scariest part of that journey was there no semis on the road when I when I finally got back on the road and I saw maybe six or eight flipped semis? Oh. Um, cars and ditches overturned. And that's just horrifying. But there's something about a semi that one annoys the heck out of me when you're behind them and they're slow. But they're like the backbone of America. They and are. to see a semi, you know, this massive, you know, 18-wheeler flipped and just looked like a, a Godzilla had just tossed oh. it. You're flicked it off the highway is just gives you the, the heebie-jeebies. Well, and semi-drivers are, in my opinion, the pro drivers of the road. They operate the scariest vehicle, and they do it so well. Like, for a semi to have flipped, you know that it is unsafe. Oh, it, it was horrible. Oh. 10 out of 10 cannot recommend driving in a blizzard. Nope. Uh, I, I told um, – I, I was telling folks – I'm going to move to New York and sell my car and never drive again just because yeah. it was such a horrible experience. Then but. you walk in the snow. You deal with the subway. Yeah. Ooh, now the trade-off's awesome. not as bad. But uh, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was my holiday. That sounds so awful. That's right. I made it. At least really the holidays matters. were nice. Yeah. I made it. And some good deeds were yeah. done along the way. And you got to meet. It sounds like a, the start of a Christmas movie. I'll be honest. It was. That's... Maybe it was after Christmas, but still, it sounds... Stranded in a small town in eastern Colorado. Yeah, sleeping in your Tesla. It sounds like a Hallmark movie. I did chat (laughs) with some folks uh, when I was like kind of get my bearings of what was going on in town. They said, no one tells you anything. They just shut down the roads and redirect you, and it's just kind of a maze. Mm -hmm. They did have shelters put up, but they don't tell you. There's there's nothing to tell you where there's a local shelter to go stay warm. Right. Um, So they said, yeah, we're just going to camp out here. You're welcome to hang out with us. I said, okay. Appreciate it. So I just listened to audiobooks and um yeah, just stayed warm. I was my core was warm. I had a lot of blankets and coats and stuff. My core. <laughs> but my like nose and cheeks and oh. anything exposed to the air was frigid. I think I could have gotten away with turning my car on and it didn't eat up much of the battery at all. So, right. But you didn't um, know. No, it was horrifying. You never know what's Sounds gonna happen. So. so scary. Your Christmas was definitely more eventful than mine being home, but that's okay. It was still fun. I got to make some, I'm like in the beginning of making my own Christmas traditions. So like hanging out with the people that are also in town and I don't live far. So seeing friends who are traveling and finally back and no blizzards though. Though it was, I stayed in Evergreen for a a bit. I have a friend who lives up there. It's cold up there. That's cold. 
That's up I-70. It is. I don't want to talk about I-70. No. Um, uh, windy? Was it windy? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I spent a lot of time in my house. Well, that's so I didn't go Safe in that kind of weather? <laughs> yes, it was. It was. But it didn't. It really didn't snow much in Greeley when I was up here, so... You know, uh, I don't know if we had any snow in December in Greeley. We had that big storm uh, Thursday or Thanksgiving weekend, mm-hmm. and I don't think much of anything in December. Good. No. Well, we need the moisture. We do, but take it as it comes. All right. Well, you know. You know. Well, 2023, or sorry, no, 2023 is gone. It is. 24 underway. I, uh, you know, kind of reflecting over 2023 I don't know many people who just didn't feel beaten to a pulp at the end of the year. Yeah. And I'm, I'm wondering. I felt great. I go, yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder if it's still kind of that COVID hangover. We had, you know, those that year and a half of not really doing much. And I think people have f- just floored the gas pedal emerging mm-hmm. from that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's finally catching up with, with us. Yeah. Of. You know, we we went from the world being so busy to a complete standstill to kind of going back to where we were, if not further than that, because we wanted to make up for lost time or had to make up these vacations or time with family or X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And I, I, for me, I'm looking at ways to slow down a bit in 2024 to take some things off of my plate and to to just have more me time and making home cooked meals and dinners and and sitting around the fireplace or whatnot. Uh, is it just me or do you get the vibe that people are like, holy cow, we came out of the gates running like a horse race and we're yeah. just pulverized. I feel similarly. I So I was feeling a lot like that. Like, oh, this year was really hard. Like a lot of challenging things happened and like I, I feel like I didn't get a break. And then I, I sat and I did a lot of reflecting on the year and I like kind of, you know, went through every month like what I did, what really what truthfully happened and not just how I felt. And it was such a good year, like on paper. And and it really changed the way I felt about it, too. Like I a lot of it was challenging, like it pushed me and it should. But it, I feel like I've heard it referred to as the covid blip, you know, where we lost mm-hmm. time and now we're just kind of where we are. And I do feel like I kind of felt like I had to make up for that. But it was so rewarding, like looking back and having that time to really look at it without the, you know, negative mindset of it. It, I got to see that I went, I did such fun things. I saw my friends, like I, I got to grow in so many ways, but it was, yeah, it was a busy year. Like I did not have much downtime at all. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I am. I'm just going to keep it going. I like it. I just I just started my adult life, so I'm going to keep on the same trajectory of busyness cuz it was it was fun. I can't believe all the stuff I got to do. I mean, that is a cool thing to look back and re- like that that all happened in one year. Yeah, that's crazy. It was a big year. It was a it was a huge year. I I feel like the it, it's almost a blessing and this is just my viewpoint not that the pandemic could ever be a blessing but it is all the time we got to have to ourselves to now really go at things with an open and also focused mind like i know what i want to do like i know that the things that i'm willing to you know overextend myself for and then it doesn't even feel as bad because it's stuff i actually enjoy 
I think with with you know as as really awful and crummy as COVID was, but all the positives that came from that. Mm-hmm. You know, my family was reminiscing on you know the virtual Yahtzee games or bingo oh, games yeah. that they played. You know, all you know, my family's all largely back in Indiana, mm-hmm. uh, but it was a way to stay connected and do something just to pass the time to be there for each other. Yeah. But I like, you know, because it kind of, I like the blip. It's a good reference to Marvel yes. and <laughs> what happened with Thanos. But also it gave us all a dose of what, you know, and, and that's the sucky part is we didn't choose that. It happened. Mm-hmm. So we didn't get to put our lives and everything on pause and, and adapt and, you know, uh, isolate ourselves and stuff. It was forced upon us. But now I think we know what that quiet was like and when we're so busy, when there's so much noise in the world, uh, I think that that can add just so much more fatigue to you. Yeah. And kind of go back of, gosh, I, I kind of do miss having home-cooked meals all the time. Yeah. I, I miss being able to binge watch a show I'd, I'd really wanted to watch for years but never had time and finally had the time to do it. I didn't binge enough during that time. Yeah. Um, and then now it's it's a struggle to sit down and watch what I need to watch for the nerd show on a weekly basis. Right. Um, I don't know. It's, but it's are there balance. is there stuff out right now? I can't think of anything. There's a few things. The 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 monarch, well, everything's the, on uh, social media on social media on platforms that I don't have. I know there's a lot of good things I learned about talking to family. And have you seen this? Have you seen that? And mm-hmm. I, I mean, at this point, again, this is why I'm looking forward to trimming a couple things and having yeah. a night, maybe at least, hopefully, one night a week where I can veg. You know one thing that. you should trim? That Tesla? <laughs> Never. It's Never. for life. It'll give you a better outlook on life and a better attitude. It absolutely will not. I enjoy it. <laughs> the best thing I've done for myself in years other than, you know, get the career I have now. Yeah. Other people Stay don't Stay tuned for more it. Nick Snacks. We'll be right back after this break. Welcome back to the new and improved Nick Snacks with Alyssa. I say improved because Alyssa's finally back. Yes. True. I agree with you. I'm still here. Mike has been here the since whole the time. beginning. Since the dawn of Nick Snacks in mm. May of 2020. Nick Snacks Big Bang. I've been here for almost 20 oh. years. Whoa. Drop the mic. Uh. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that Alyssa, was good. do you mind if I ask... Your age. You can say no. Oh, I'm 24 years young, people. So I've been here (laughs) about since Alyssa's age of four, since you were in preschool. Yep. That's when I started my internship here. Wow. That's pretty cool. History. History. You make me feel old. Sorry, guys. That's the curse of being young is that oftentimes I do make people feel weird. But wait till you turn 30. No, you can't give people makes... a hard time about their age. <laughs> Babe. 
Thanks. That's super nice. <laughs> Oi. Well, this might be a reduced show for the air, but we will have a bonus segment. So if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes or wherever you get Nick Snacks, we will have a full show. But if you're listening live, it might get cut short. You might have to tune in to the last segment. Give on. us a lock. A like. A lock. <laughs> Give us a like. Uh, it's been a while since we had any sort of astrology update. Yes. Uh, what, 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 what year are we? What? The Chinese yeah. New Year, what is this? Yeah, so this Lobster? is... No. I think we're the year of the Tesla. Close. Sorry, year of, the Tesla owner. Yes, it is year of the Tesla owner. It's year of the dragon, year of the wood dragon. So I, I recently learned more about Chinese uh, Zodiac uh, with the coming year. And it it is... So every 12 years, I believe, it cycles through the Zodiacs. Mm-hmm. So last year was the year of the rabbit. I am. I was born in Year of the Rabbit, personally. So my when it is the year that you were born, it's a really transformative year. It comes with a lot of struggles, but I I totally resonate with that. In that, I came out of the year feeling like I. It's so cheesy to say, but I really feel like I really found a lot of parts of myself this year. Like I tuned into who I am and. You know, spent the year figuring out what matters. So now with Year of the Dragon, it's the Year of the Wood Dragon. That doesn't start until February, though, right? When's the Chinese New Year? I thought that was in April. I'm looking it up. Look it up. I'm not. 1988. That was the year of. I'm the Year of the Dragon. Are you? It's my year. That's so exciting. So it is Saturday, February 24th. Yeah. So. So we've got some time, I guess, then. I have to prepare myself if you're telling me it's going to be a hard challenging year it's not necessarily hard or challenging in terms of it going poorly it's just a year that is going to through the things that you experience you are going to come out of it ideally more yourself like a better version of yourself and would you like to know what animal i am yes i am a gold rooster oh nice that's awesome so that's that's what's coming this year i yes in february but what the hell is a gold rooster i don't know see this is very new to me i really only just started to learn about this these past this past week it was something that my roommate knows a lot about but i have never really explored so it's Mm. exciting to learn more about that and maybe in february we'll have some more info about what that all means but I have a quick question. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, go ahead. As as someone who was born in the year of the rabbit, Alyssa, do you hate foxes? (laughs) Uh, No, I don't. But I am a vet, well, a vegetarian, but I'm a vegan, which is funny because of rabbits. So, so that's so the year of the rabbit is why you're a vegan. (laughs) No, it's just a good coincidence. A good, I like a good coincidence. Yes, it does. I'm going to read into that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, other things happening astrologically. The start to the year, the first uh, of the year was on a Monday, which was already weird, I think, for most people. But it also, Mercury stationed direct, which we came out of a Mercury retrograde. It should mean that everything is, you know, good, like, you know, the crowd cheering in your head kind of situation but the way that our mercury stationed direct and kind of what else is happening in the planets uh means that it was kind of more of a murky 
you know, stationing that'll last for about a week. So it's like a week long, like almost hangover going on. So it's like your communications are going to be kind of muddled. You're going to like things are going to get lost in translation. You're not going to really know how to express yourself super well. So it's a good time to to say, can I get back to you later? Like, can I can I think about it? Well, and, especially with the hustle and bustle of the holiday season. Yeah. You know how... Oh, I, just, I don't know if anyone else experiences this, but everyone reaching out, Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, all the things. Um, and I love that, but oh my gosh, it's just so hard to be able to properly respond to everybody I without know. something that's just, you know, oh yeah, you too. Yeah. Uh, it, it's busy. It's hard. Give it is. It's, it's hard to, I think it's, it'll also be great in the coming few weeks to have time for those you know, connections that you really want to foster and like care for, but not in the, like you said, not in the hustle and bustle of what's going on. You know, that's a lot. And then on Thursday, we have Mars entering Capricorn, which is a really excellent placement for that, in my opinion. So Mars rules conflict and like just how you deal with things kind of not necessarily not going your way, but just how you deal with challenges and things like that. And Capricorn is an earth sign and it's a very driven sign. So Capricorns are usually the ones that get things done and have a super efficient model. Virgos are similar. Like candy corn? In my experience, no. What's what with that? percentage of the country do you think like candy corn? I don't know. I personally love candy corn, so it should be a hundred percent. But <laughs> it's just, it's just not. Now so. we can be friends. By Good. the way, I I think we should get rid of the year of the rabbit and make this the year of the husky. Oh, okay. Go Vito. dogs. Well, last year was would have been, last year would have been year of the husky. So, uh, well. Uh, well so, yeah, that's kind of really it for what's happening astrologically. It's kind of a slow start to the year. Last year was really crazy with everything that there was a ton of retrogrades and a lot going on with Venus. So this year hopefully is calmer and it's a, a just a good time to – you're the dragon can be really prosperous, but you, you got to kind of have to focus. Like This is a good year to, to hone it in. It sounds fun. So the last year of the dragon was what, 2012? Mm-hmm. Eh, no, it was a cycle. Oh my gosh, was, was that years. twelve years ago? Twenty twelve. Oh that was uh, when the Mayans <laughs> thought we were all going to die, wasn't it? That's crazy. I can't believe that was twelve years ago. Ooh, ooh. Hey, for any of those who were born after uh, February twenty fourth, this is our year, year of the dragon. Yes, uh, which is neat because I, I enjoy mythological lore and dragons. Yes. Maybe I'm going to get my own dragon this year. You should. Speaking of dragon, Washington's office was, uh, <laughs> offense was dragon, the Longhorns' defense up and down the field. Anyhow, going back <laughs> from these Huskies things, Hus- Kurt, whatever. Yeah. Uh, recap. It's good to talk astrology again. It is. Gifts. Gifts. Gift giving is one of the most awkward things on the planet, I oh, think. Oh, no. I love gift giving. It's like my Super Bowl. I, now, are you a football person who goes reference, off Micah. the list, or you go, girl, <laughs> off a list, or do you do you like to customize things? No, I don't even want a list, and I don't need it. Ooh, I've got it. I this year, my gift theme was I wanted to level up the people in my life in any way that that you know could be taken. So I I just wanted to enrich their lives further. So like for one person, I got them some home decor to like mm-hmm. yossify their space for, I got my roommate like a, a remake of their childhood stuffed animal. 
Huh. Like just little stuff. Huh. I got m- my friend who travels travel, you know, stuff and just Why things Why did you give that- me a flaming bag of poo? Is that what you think of me? It's how I thought you would level up, you know? Mm. <laughs> I just want to let you know I, I got it for my worst enemy. Oh, well, good, good. <laughs> it's an interesting time to, well, we'll talk more of gifts. Yeah. And also with the bonus segment, uh, goals, resolutions, people who do words of the year, how you measure things. Uh, yeah, we'll see uh, what 2024 has in store once we come back from this break. to Nick Snacks. Here in this bonus segment, if we got cut short on the radio or if you're just listening on Spotify or online. On the web. Number four. Yep. I, I uh, We were talking gifts before the break and um, it's always a fun time for me with, with gift giving and, and receiving. I just like to put stuff that's small on there that I just can't justify buying for myself, you know? Yeah. Um, but it's always nice because I make this list, I don't know, three months ago and forget what, you know, and it's, <laughs> yes. it's mostly just small stuff, which is really nice. Um, my favorite one, though, <gasps> a big calculator. Oh, like like a scientific calculator or like a physically large? Like a physically large, like a... I don't know. It's probably as I, I, I don't I don't know eight inches by six inches or something like that. Maybe a little oh, larger. Okay. But you know, I have my my calculator on my desktop for my computer, and it's nice. But I don't always like to show clients and turn my monitor around. Right. You know. So this one, it just sits on my desk, and I can type away as fast as I can and be able to turn and show it to them. It is nice. the simplest thing. But I I've had it you know on my desk for what three days or four days. Oh, um, that's awesome. And it's been the best. That's awesome. Just typing away and yes. not having to rotate the entire monitor or deal with any kind of delay from the USB ports mm. and the wireless controls. So Nice. That's awesome. I think my, well, my real best gift of the year, my sister and I got each other sweatshirts. We didn't plan it, but it just kind of worked out. And the one she got me is... um it says Harry Otter instead of Harry Potter. And it's just like the weirdest thing. Like it's an otter with Harry Potter glasses. And I've worn it a couple of times. And every time people are like, what is that? And I'm like, it's just something that's so random. But I don't know. I think she thrifted it or something. But it was really cool. But this is the mega season for book lovers because I can never purchase the books I want. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wait until the holidays. And then any book that I read throughout the year that I wish that I owned, I'm like, I can't purchase it because I've already read it. But if somebody else wants to get it for me, for my library, that's perfect. I like that. Yes. Are you a physical library person or art? Oh, so you're one of them. I am. I am. I have a, me and my roommate have a pretty large collection um, between the two of us of just kind of books we want to read or have read. But it's hard because then yeah, I have so many books, I can never justify getting new ones. Like Paperback I, or hardback? Oh, paperback. I do not like hardbacks. I If I have to, like if I can't wait for something to be released on paperback, I'll do it. I don't like dust sleeves either. Mm. I like being able... I'm a, I am saw something online that said that these are the kinds of people you can't trust, but I like to be able to fold my book 
Oh. And I know, but it's mine. So it's fine. I do. You have to. As someone who used to work at a library, uh, ironically, I don't like reading. Uh, I used to repair books, and that was relaxing for me. And I have to say that that bothers me. I know. We're no longer friends. Uh, it's just I have to really uh, I have to love them through reading them. I have to like let it be known. Well, yeah, yeah. and what are we waiting for? Like the pristine condition of a hardback uh, or something else? I I can see both sides. I like the neat, tidy. Want to feel new every time, but also get comfy. Yeah, and I mark I'm, it up, highlight things. I'm not a rereader. Oh, so I don't really have to worry about it after I've read it once. It's fine. That's fair. And then if I ever do loan it to somebody, it's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so we entered a new year. Yes. People do so many different things, resolutions or goals or words of the year. Um, I haven't done either of any of those. No? No. What? Are you going to? I don't think so. I'm, uh, yeah. The big word I'm going for now is like measurables. And Ooh. I want to really track what I'm applying myself towards. And, and if I'm getting there or if I'm on track to hit my I, – you know, for me, it's like business goals and stuff. Um, but I really want to see what I'm using my time on and mm. how that breaks down and kind of how I feel about all that. And I don't know yet what measurables I'm going to use um, – just kind of exploring strategies, but I, I feel resolutions last maybe a couple weeks, mm. and I think they're just kind of a joke. By February, most people—I won't say all—a lot of people have yeah lost their resolutions. And, and same with goals, we just get so busy and bogged down. So, how do you check in on those and make sure you're still on track? And um, I don't know. For me, it's like an accountability person, or, mm-hmm. or I don't know, something to reflect upon and meet, measure. Like, okay, yeah. great. Yeah. For I, I've liked the word of the year, but then what happens when you get thrown a curveball and it just disrupts everything? Mm-hmm. And, you know, your word doesn't really jive or is in line with what's actually happening around you. And right. you almost feel like an imposter. Oh, but this is my word of the year as, you know, it, you know, you get uprooted or, or right. kind of thrown off course. So I think for for this time of year. For me, it's, it's got to be immeasurable. What do I hope to achieve? And can I be adaptable throughout the year to, to pivot mm. when I have to? I kind of love that. I'm a big resolutions person and I am not doing many. I don't think I really seriously did any resolutions this year. Like I'm doing I'm, I want to have more fun and be less like I think I'm already a pretty fun person. I'm not generally very serious, <laughs> but I this year I'm doing a bingo sheet. So I got this idea from one of my friends who does it. Her and her husband do it every season. They have a bingo sheet in their house and they just try to get bingo. And that's and it's just fun stuff they want to do. And I think it's so cute. So this year I made a bingo sheet of just things that would be cool or I'm curious if they'll happen. Hmm. Like not necessarily things I'm it's none of them are bad, but it's not things I'm necessarily working towards. But it's just things that. I like it. It's like a bucket list except a game slash bingo card. Yeah. And it's just like random stuff, like stuff that like I have like go camping because I love going camping and like stuff like that. But then also like just random stuff. I'm excited. Yeah. That's a cool idea. And not that I want to poo-poo on people who make goals or or resolutions. Like I I, my business, my practice is built on goals and, and hitting those goals. Uh 
But then the moment you miss one mm-hmm. or, or you miss it by – and it depends how strict you are too of like, ah, oh, that was close enough. Or if somebody like me, if I don't hit what I wanted to hit, then no matter what, it's it's a fail. Mm-hmm. Even if I was – you know. Th- centimeter or millimeter away from right. that goal. It's like, nope, I didn't I didn't do it. So mm-hmm. that's just my obscure personality. But it's hard for me to set goals in that way and then miss it by a little bit. Or knock it out of the park and feel like it was too easy and don't give myself any credit for accomplishing that. Right. I almost feel like I think goals are are great for the the kind of people that need them, but I feel like people who are naturally like driven to have a certain like to have the life that they want, which I think a lot of people are, oftentimes you don't really need that. Like it is, it just becomes this weird marker that you never really hit exactly. Like, and when you hit those, you know, or se- going back to an earlier segment of of COVID slowing everything down, if you you know a goal, oh check that off and now move to the next one. Right. Um, Chalice Springfield's been a guest, and and I love her goal setting classes, but it's more of a you know, uh, a year long and you're you're learning the process on how to set a goal and how to stay on track and how to um, map it out. Not not this is my goal. These are all the steps I need to get there, mm. which is so much more important than that end game that, you know, you're, right. you're building structure, you're building confidence in yourself, you're breaking, you know, a, a big idea down to five, 10, 15 different steps. And that's the neat part of, of achieving that goal mm-hmm. is look at all the stuff I did on the way to accomplish that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have a lot more wins and celebrations. So I really like that strategy that the Chalice does. We'll have her on the show early this year too. Um, rather than, hey, this year I want to go to I want to go to Europe. Cool. How are you going to get there? Right. Well, I'll fly. Yeah, but when? I don't know. Right. Well, you know, how long are you going to be gone? I don't know. Do you have your passport? Oh, no. Well, you know, just uh, right. having this big, awesome, but no, you have to really start down with that right. little uh, breaking down. What's two things I want to see over there? Right. Is there a town, a city, a, a museum, yeah. a food? This year, we're loving the process. I like that. Yes. That's the word of the year, process. <laughs> process. Oh, that's kind of a lame one, but I like it. <laughs> How about Broncos? Uh, that's this Micah's, could be the year of the Micah's Broncos. Yes. Or, or the Huskies. That One more game. Could be. Woo! Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in to the first episode of Next Snacks. John Emery, the script and everything is for you. Happy New Year, and that's our cutoff.